0: Please, Please don't, don't follow me home. Hello and welcome to Please Don't Follow Me Home. My name is Joey and with me is my sister Jimmy. How are you doing, Jimmy? I'm excellent. Joey, how are you today? Oh, I'm good you have any good happies and crappies this week? Uh, not really. Pretty mundane. Uh, my happy
1: is that I found this foot peel thing that I'm like in Gross. love with. No, these like little socks that you put on and it just like peels all the dead skin off your feet. It's amazing.
0: Nasty. Hmm. I
1: hate I hate
0: feet. So it just <laughs> curses me out. To about it.
1: Well, my feet have never been smoother. So that is my happy. Nice. Nice do you any crappies well now there's just dead skin all over my house
0: <laughs> how about you? you got any good ones i have a i have lots i have lots of good happies this week which is good um i went and saw nope which was awesome is it good oh, oh it's okay. so good go see it it's amazing um yeah. loved every second of it. So we went and saw Nope. And then I get to see you in a couple of days. So I'm very excited about that. And then, um, so I'm, I'm ready to announce this to the world and I should say something on this podcast about it, but, um, my family and I are getting ready to move to Hawaii. And, um, so I would say like, you know, not that I'm moving to Hawaii, but my crappiest is just that I'm just a little stressed out over the move. And not that, yeah. it's, like a, not that it's just like, it's just a very big transition. So it's just yeah. kind of like one of the biggest like moves transitions I've ever done in my life. And I've moved around a lot. And so it's just, this is like the, not that, like I said, not that it's difficult. It's just, it's just hard, you know? And so yeah. that's just, I'm just stressed out about that, but it's going to be okay. It's no big deal. Figure it out. But, um, uh, but on that note, I do just kind of want to give a little kind of PSA that in the coming weeks, if we miss an episode or we might have to go on a hiatus just because, you know, this, like I said, this is a very big transition. So we might take a couple weeks off um, so that we can uh, so that I can adjust and get myself ready back up for podcasting. Um, but we'll, we'll play it by ear. We'll see what happens. You might be able to have some episodes that cover until until. We're ready to record again. So we'll see, because we're going to Georgia, right? So hopefully we can do a bunch of cool ghosty stuff while we're in Georgia too. And you can always,
1: we'll let you know on social media if this is a yeah. hiatus week or not. So just right. bear with us for
0: a little bit. Yep, please do. But we'll we'll be right back. Um, but so today we are actually going to be talking about a ghost tour I did in Kona when um, we visited on vacation a couple of weeks ago and had a little strange experience on this tour. Where exactly is Kona? On the big island, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so originally before we decided to move there, we had this vacation planned. I knew I wanted to do something paranormal for the podcast. And the only like ghost stories I knew about on the big island were of the night marchers, which are incredibly interesting. But I almost think it's like near impossible to go ghost hunting for. And even if you do, it's also kind of like the the lore behind it is also kind of dangerous because it's like there's supposed to be they see you if you don't pay your respects, which, of course, if I saw them, I would pay my respects like they're supposed to be known to hurt or kill you and so but even then it's just kind of hard to pinpoint them down because like I said they're marchers they march on the all over the island so it's already hard enough to catch a ghost much less ones that move right so she's like, okay, well, that's not going to work. Um, so the other, I, the other story I've heard of, and I've actually heard of this story for a long time from my, um, weird US book. And it was about a group of young boys that were p- playing out by a pond near Olaa. And, um, one of the boys fell into the water and drowned in the pond. When the divers went down to get him, they found him almost peacefully sitting on a rock. At the bottom of this pool with his hands at his sides and his eyes wide open as if he was waiting for them at the bottom of this pool. Weird. So now the legend around this pond it goes that people can feel like they're being tugged and pulled into the water. And people in the nearby village even warn children not to go there. So this was the place, of course, I wanted to go naturally. <laughs> As you do, Uh, but, um, but we also could not find out exactly where the pond was located. And since we, in like during this time too, we decided we were going to move there. So I figured that I would come back to that story another day. Once I have more time to kind of really figure it out and nail it down. Um, okay. Also, before I go any further, I am using this time to be practicing um, Hawaiian words. So I apologize if I butcher this, but I'm going to do my best. I am learning. So please bear with me. I know when you were telling me, like, this is the, this is the topic, and I'm just going, okay, just
1: don't make me say anything.
0: <laughs> I know. I literally, before we sat down, practiced all of them and I was like saying them out loud. I was like, <laughs> how do I, like, looking up how to say words? So I'm going to do my best. I got to practice. I'm moving there. I got to know this. So. I apologize in advance if I say anything wrong. So I started looking up other haunts on the island and came across this article. It was the set the 52 supernatural places on Hawaii Island. And I'm going to put this article in the show notes. And there were so many things to explore. And it was like, I just could not narrow it down to one or two. So I decided to reach out to the author of the article. The author is Zach Warrior, And not only is he a paranormal investigator, he is the founder for Kahuna Research Group, which explores all the mysterious and secrets of Hawaii backed by a team of researchers, healers, teachers, and publishers. So again, I, I will put a link to, their, to the Kahuna Research Group in our show notes. But they have detailed blog posts on their paranormal investigations, including pictures. And so after I got lost in their articles... I discovered that Zach runs ghost tours called Big Island Ghost Tours. There are five tours to choose from based on location, including a pub crawl. And that's the one we did because it was the, well, because it was the only way I could get my husband, sister-in-law <laughs> and brother-in-law to come with me. <laughs> but oh, no, Zach does not stop there. He also has UFO tours, which when you come to visit me, Jimmy, we are doing a UFO tour because I know hey, how much you love yeah. aliens. But he also runs uh, Vortex Tours. Zach has five published books on Ghosts, the Vortex, and the Night Marchers. And I have one of his books that came with the tour that we went on. So some of my notes are from that book, which again, I will post in the show notes. And I'll, I'll post a picture of it on our social medias as well. So Zach is a very busy dude on the island regarding the supernatural and just for the future. And I'm throwing it out into the world. I would love to have Zach on the podcast someday for an interview. So I did reach out to Zach and told him about, please don't follow me home. And I told him that I'm definitely going to do a tour, but I will also love to do an investigation with him while I was in town. And we set up a date, but then in a matter of weeks, we did decide to move to Hawaii. We decided to call off the investigation since there'd be plenty of time for that in the future. And he's hiring for tour guides. So that would be cool too. Be a nice little side gig. So before I talk about our experience on the tour, I am. Go- I was thought we would talk about um, why Hawaii is thought to be so haunted. So for at least 2,000 years, Hawaiian natives have, have held burials within the landscapes. Chief burials were held at night or in secret because enemy tribes would try to mess up the grave or try to steal the chief's remains in order to gain their power. Mm. So bones and graves can be found almost everywhere, whether they are unearthed by nature or by man. And it is thought that almost every building in Kona is built on top or near an ancient burial ground. In the 1970s was when historical preservation came into play due to many historical sites being destroyed by the booming population and tourism in Kona. Burial caves are, are, were and can still be found on every island. And like I said, bones can be found all over. So, as a PSA, if you're in Hawaii and maybe you're having a hike somewhere and you come across remains, call 911 so the authorities can figure out if the bones are over 50 years old. If the, bo- if the bones are over 50 years old and have nothing to do with a homicide or missing person, Then call LNR Enforcement Hotline at 808-692-8015 or Burial Hotlines at 808-692-8015. I just realized it's the same exact number. These hotlines are designed to study the bones and register the sites of the burials. So a couple quick history facts as well. Here's where I have to gear up for my Hawaiian talk. You can do it. I believe in you. (laughs) Umi Aleloa. As a 15th century chief came to Kona to set up a new royal center from Waipioa Valley, whose genealogy can be traced back to Hawaiian creation. Kilua Kona was established in 1812 by King Kamehameha I. He would also die here in 1819 by an inflamed cyst on the back of his neck. Ew. That's so going be King- a bad way to go. Right? Yeah. King Kamehameha's son... Liho Liho, broke the ancient Kapu system a few months after his father's past by dining with women. Due to Liho Liho changing the ancient Kapu system, tensions were high and eventually led to battle. And the first Christian missionaries were given permission to come ashore in 1820 to then have the entire Hawaiian culture change, which also led to more turmoil and also like, you know, any new white settlers coming to native lands I'm and brought people and brought new diseases for the Hawaiian people. So I'm not going to talk about every detail of the tour. Um, you will need to go on this tour to experience it for yourself. But like I said, we did the pub crawl. And a part of me does kind of wish that we did do the real ghost tour because the the, the tour guides give you ghost hunting devices and Ooh. they kind of, and they spend more time at like the locations Um, and taught and like and like so you can kind of experiment and play with it and try to see if you can make any contact. So the the pub crawl like I mean not that there was anything wrong with this there was just a little bit more rush because it's just kind of like you had to kind of go to you know bar to bar to bar obviously because sure. that's yeah. a pub crawl. <laughs> um, but um, but I I but you know just the geeky ghost person in me just really hoped that wished I could have played with more tools. But yeah, so I knew that the company I was in was not as into that. So there had to be bears involved. Um, but our tour guide was Tutu Kahilani. She was amazing. She does tarot readings at the kiosk shop where Zach runs his tours out of. And I would also kind of throwing it out in the in the universe, hoping to have her on one day. I would love to have Tutu Kahilani on the podcast too, as well, to talk about her experiences um, and with her run-ins of ghosts as well and talk about her tarot readings as too I think that'd be kind of cool. This is ask
1: the expert. The part of the show where Joey and I stop speculating about ghosts and we ask our own please don't follow me home in-house paranormal expert what's really going on. So let's jump right into it. Should you be friends with ghosts? No. Why? Cuz cuz they're so scary. Oh, well, they don't always have to be scary, do they? mm Casper's not scary. He's a nice ghost. He's a nice ghost. So some ghosts can be friendly? Well, some can't. Well, should you be friends with the ghosts who are friendly? Yeah. Okay. This has been Ask the Expert.
0: But so the experience I'm going to talk about is we went to a restaurant called the Fish Hopper. And the fish hopper has had reports of voices coming from children out of nowhere and objects flying and moving by themselves. It is thought that these are the spirits of children with their friendly demeanor. But we order our drinks, and I thought that we would try that same thing that we did at Hotel Roosevelt. And I pulled out my EMF meter and ghost hunting app, and I put it in the middle of the table. Tutu Kahelani went on to talk of history and lore of the surrounding area so here is what was like this like this blew my mind with our little experiment because we're in the middle of this restaurant right there's a lot of people going on a lot of people around us you know servers everywhere and I had my um again my app in the middle of the middle of the table and I had my EMF meter like you know I'd say about a foot apart on the table and Every time Tutu Kahilani went on to talk, uh, what was like would say like a Hawaiian word, the EMF meter would light up. Really, and it was only when she would speak in like like or like when she would say Hawaiian words or like historical names, and that's the that, that would be the only time the EMF meter would light up. So, like I,
1: your your in laws and your your husband, if they were to say something kind of in a a Hawaiian mm-hmm. word, it didn't light up for
0: them. Mm-mm. Mm, okay, nope. And so we were there for about 15 to 20 minutes. And this happened the entire time we were there. And so um, we had the app and the first four words that popped up, and this is within a six minute time range, was the words sense, buried, violence, and disease. Which if you go back, thinking back to the like the itty bitty little bit of history I just gave you, all those words match up with what we were talking about. Yeah. And as and as Tutu Kalani is talking about it, um, so that so again, kind of going back to what we were talking about last week, where it's re- this this app is really weird. And I'm still trying to figure I'm almost like wondering if it could be like almost like, you know, how our phones listen to us. Like, could this app just be like reading the room and listening and just being like, mm, they're talking about this. I'm going to throw this word out there, you know, hmm. so I don't know. I mean, it's always possible. But right.
1: Maybe maybe we should do a little more investigating into I don't know. I I don't know how to judge an app. Right. Right. It's all and just your phone listening to you.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. So it was. So, yeah, we got those first four words within six minutes of us being there. And um, yeah, and they were syncing up with what Tutu Kailani's stories were, were talking about. So we go another 10 minutes with none of the words syncing up or making sense to our conversation until a server walked by and saw my devices in the middle of the table. And he he asked, what are those for? He asked, what's up with that? As soon as this dude asked that, the app popped up with the words act normal. That's insane. (laughs) Everybody be cool. Be cool, guys. Be cool. Be cool. Be cool. cool. There's no ghosts here. We don't know what you're talking about. Ghosts? What ghosts? And I laughed. Like I did. I laughed really hard. And right away I pointed to the app and I was like, whatever's here is telling us to like not like. (laughs) I was like, these must be kids. They're real funny. So then one minute later, we got the bill and the app said to stay. The word stay popped up on the phone. I was like, I kind of want to stay and hang out with the ghost kids. These ghost (laughs) kids are funny. They like me. (laughs) I mean, and that's all that's I I mean, like I said, I don't want to give away um, the whole tour, but it was great. We went to about four locations. We met up on the pier in Kona. And we walked a little bit and, um, and it was great. We, we had so much fun. We loved hearing, um, Tutu Kalilani's. I'm so sorry if I'm saying your name wrong. I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, we loved Come hearing her. Come on the resp- podcast and yes. correct her. Correct me, please. <laughs> and so, um, No, she was great. And even like I was telling her, like, you know, hey, we're moving here. I want to have dinner with you. I was like, when I come into town, I'm taking you for drinks this time. And so she seemed, I mean, she seemed awesome and it was great. And so that was just kind of the one little experience I had to share. And I just really wanted to promote Zach Royer's um, Big Island Ghost Tours because they were because all of them sound really cool. Like I want to even just go back and do the ghost tour where I get to play with some instruments and see if there's anything that I haven't played with yet before and to yeah, that, see what happens. would be
1: super fun to hear about if, I, if I'm if I'm not there to join you. It'd super mm-hmm. fun to hear about and then have Zach come and talk more about, you know, what he's doing.
0: Yeah. Great. So um his bio says he's from the Pacific Northwest. So I'm very interested to know exactly where he is from. Tell me, Zach. Tell me all of your <laughs> tell <Town details. laughs> <laughs> me. Um, I mean, I know this is going to be a really sweet and short episode, but that's really all I had on that. Do you ha- before? Thank you so much to Zach Boyer for all your help in um, talking with me about the ghost tours and making suggestions, and and thank you so much to Tutu Kahilani's stories and her wisdom. She, like I said, she was amazing and just a sweet and just overall joy to be around and have as a tour guide. But that's all I really have. It was short and sweet, but do you have anything else to add
1: before we start wrapping this up? Yes, I'm going to Kentucky in September. Ooh, um, where in and, Kentucky? Uh, most of the time I'm going to be in Louisville, but I'm taking a couple extra days and renting a car and I'm going to kind of drive around and go to my favorite bourbon distillery mm. and see what kind of ghosts are involved. Um, I have a hotel that I'm looking at staying. I'm trying to get the haunted room. It's a, you know, kind of a a thing at the moment because I'll admit I'm old and I'm not going to Kentucky in September if this room doesn't have air conditioning. (laughs) Not doing it. Ghosts or no ghosts? One thing, um, Mammoth Cave that's in Louisville. Yeah, I, th- I thought about like, like kind of maybe doing that. Um, so yeah, my, my, my plans are still pretty up in the air. I have a, I have a rental car for four days. And so, you know, if you want to write into the show and maybe give me a suggestion of somewhere I should go or, uh, you know, outside of Louisville, um, that would be great. So if you, if you have any suggestions or an inn or a tour or any, anything like that, I've never been to Louisville before. So and the surrounding area. Um, so I'm pretty excited and I'm, I'm looking for any advice anyone has.
0: I, f- I, I I feel like I know of a couple of places and I'm drawing a blank now. Mammoth cave was the only one that came to my, came to my mind right away. But, um, what bourbon distilleries are you going to go to?
1: Um, so outside of Louisville, I'm going to go to Blanton's, mm-hmm. which is, it's nom noms. Um, mm-hmm. but it's actually being run by Buffalo trace at the moment. Mm. So, um, well, not at the moment. I think they bought it, but in any event. So I'm going to go to Buffalo Trace Blanton's. Um, and th- that's really the only one I have at a like a set date on because I really wanted to go. So I booked the tour and I did everything. And I was a little mad at myself because they had like, when I went to make the reservation, they had like three time slots left, mm-hmm. like in September. And I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, I got close on this one. So um, yeah, that's really the only the only sure one I have right now, but I'm going to go to like Mictors in Louisville and a couple other, um, in the area I'm there for work. And so I'm going to try and do some Louisville after work hours. Um, but yeah, when I get the car and drive around, I'm, I'm open to suggestions
0: or haunted B and B's or whatever. Let me know. Let us know. Super cool. And on that note too, as a reminder, like I said, Jimmy and I are going to be going to Georgia next week. So it, tell us right now if there's anywhere we need to be going. Cause by the time this comes out, we will be traveling to Georgia. So please DM us or email us at please don't follow me home at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions for Georgia, but um, I think we have a couple of ideas of where to go and what we're going to do and hang out with. So yeah, we'll
1: check a couple of places out see what happens.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, we don't have a ghoul of the week this week, but I thought I would maybe take this time to share another little legend from Hawaii. But before I do, if you have a paranormal story to tell and want to be dubbed our ghoul of the week, please DM us or email us your story at please don't follow me home at gmail.com. If we read your story in the podcast, you will be dubbed our ghoul of the week. So, I was going to share the story um, that my husband and I traveled over Saddle Road in Hilo. It Hold is also. As your husband walked in the background, I got
1: scared for a second. I was like, (laughs) what is that? (laughs) Okay. We'll talk about Ghoul of the Weeks. I got scared. I saw a ghoul. What do you want?
0: (laughs) So my husband and I traveled over Saddle Road in Hilo. It is known as Daniel K. Inouye Highway, or as my little expert would say, the Daniel Tiger Highway. But this highway is said to be haunted by the goddess of the volcano Pele. She is said to be seen as a young girl in a red dress hitchhiking. And if you see her, you should give her a ride. Another legend goes that if you carry pork over Saddle Road, your car might break down or you might experience something supernatural. So
1: what this, kind of pork? Like if I have a like
0: pork shoulder from the grocery store, if I've got a sandwich, I go nope. just any type of pork, any kind of pork. So All right. I'll tell you know. why. So this story actually originated on the island of Oahu with with the with the Pali Highway. But I get but I I guess it also goes the same for Saddle Road since pa, since Pele is known to frequent there and Pele's volcano is on Hawaii. So the reason why you shouldn't bring pork is that Pele had a bad breakup with the demigod Kama who is a half man half pig. So the thought is, if you bring pork over the highway, you are trying to bring Kamapua'a from one side of the island to the other. And Pele will stop you because she does not want to see him. They drew that line
1: in the sand and... Get it, girl. You you, you You say, no, 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 no. no. You say on your side of the island, I say on my side of the island. Pretty much. I don't want to talk to you no more.
0: (laughs) That's it. So, not gonna lie, I really wanted to sneak a piece of bacon from breakfast onto this trip to see if anything would happen. But I was also like, you know what? I'm not don't fucking fuck with, with the gods. I was about to say, the I'm not fucking with this because, like, there's certain parts on that stretch of land because, like, you're going up the volcano, right? Where like you don't get a service, and so I'm just like, yeah. Pele would be like, "Nope. You're you I'm making you stop where you can't use your cell phones and USA is not you coming to get you. you. You're being punished." <laughs> so I was like, ah, no, I'm not going to do that." So, but um, but yeah. so that was kind of a fun little little other little legend that's on the the Big Island as well. But if you have any feedback or questions, topic or location ideas, please email us at please don't follow me home at gmail.com. You can follow, like us on social medias. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our handles and links will be in the show notes. Please rate us and write an honest review anywhere where you get your podcasts. We are on most streaming platforms. And if we're not on yours, then please let us know. Word of mouth goes a long way for us as well. Just telling one friend about us helps us out. Well, Jimmy, you have nothing else to add? Nothing. Can't wait to see you. Can't wait to see you. All right. Well, please don't follow me home.